Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome in. It's another edition of the B-Sides here at 92.9 The Game and Off the Woodwork, catching up with the developmental side of Atlanta United. And we're talking Atlanta United 2 this afternoon, a couple days away from a big, big match on Wednesday in Kennesaw at Fifth Third Bank Stadium as Atlanta United 2 will host Crown Legacy FC, the number one team in MLS Next Pro. And it doesn't get any easier on Sunday evening. The twos will head up to Foxborough to face New England Revolution 2, also one of the best teams in MLS Next Pro. Right now, Atlanta is six points out of a playoff spot with seven games left to play. Recent results have not been good. Recent performances have been better than that, and we'll talk about that throughout this episode. We're going to start with getting caught up and, and learning a little bit about two of the young players who have started to feature for Atlanta United 2, Sean Lanza and Aiden Torres. Lanza is a member of the Atlanta United Academy. He's been part of the U.S. Youth National Team pool. The 17-year-old started his youth soccer career at Inner Atlanta before coming over to the Atlanta United Academy. I had a chance to talk to Sean on Monday afternoon, and here is my interview with Sean Lanza after training on Monday. So just tell me, Sean, about the, the process of you coming into the team this year, getting consistent minutes. How has the year felt for you? Uh, it's definitely felt good, you know, to be in a professional environment, you know, and everything. I think uh, being with, like, older guys, like, push me and challenge me, I think, you know, helps my development for a young player like me. What's the challenge of playing on the back line where sometimes you have different guys around you, just the nature of the second team? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, playing against like a higher level, like the opponents are very quick, you know, they're very technical. And just playing with like, you know, more experienced center backs that are holding me, that helps me a lot. But I think with the opponent, you know, I have to be sharp always. What's the feedback been from, from Steve and the coaching staff about how you've developed and, and what you need to keep working towards? Uh, yeah, the, at the beginning, you know, I struggled a little bit, but now they see that, you know, I'm putting in hard work and everything. Just tell me to stay consistent, you know, be confident in my game and everything, and just work for your position and earn your minutes every day. The call-up with the, the youth national team camp midseason or so, um, 
How much of a boost is that to you? How much is that out of a confidence builder? Uh, it's big. It's huge because you know every kid in the academy wants to be called up. You know to represent the national team. And I think that was one of my goals this year to you know get called up so I can get recognized and you know, hopefully play with them and everything. Tell me about um, Inter Atlanta. I know that's where you started on the youth side. Um, they're super proud of your development. How much did Inter Atlanta your time there help you? Uh, definitely, it's my like first club ever. You know, first organized soccer. So yeah, it was a whole lot of fun. I learned a lot. You know, I had a lot of coaches through that system. But yeah, I think it was a huge step to get you know here from there. And then Wednesday, tough opponent, Crown Legacy. You've seen him a couple times this year. What do you guys have to do well to get three points? Uh, Definitely, we got to like match their intensity and everything. It's been like the whole target throughout the year. But like some of the players say, it starts in training. You know, our energy and everything. You know, we all got to work together to be a team and you know work on our tactics. You know, but just can't give up on them. After talking to Sean, it was the first opportunity for me to catch up with Aiden Torres. Aiden, 15 years old from Stone Mountain, is a professional with Atlanta United 2. He will be on an Atlanta United MLS homegrown deal starting in 2024. And I think that says a lot about how the club sees his potential development. Aiden is a holding midfielder who has done really well since joining Atlanta United 2. Now, early in the year, he had some academy duties. He also had some U.S. Youth National Team duties. Came into the twos lineup uh, somewhat recently and is really hard to get out of that lineup right now. His performances have been very good at the professional level. Here's Aiden Torres after Monday's training session. So tell me about the process this year of breaking into the team, not just getting onto the bench, but getting onto the field and playing consistent minutes. Right, um, coming into the team, I knew it was gonna be hard. I knew it was gonna be hard work uh, coming out of the academy. Um, coming into a professional team is really hard, just getting used to the pace of the game and the physical aspect of it. Um, I came in knowing I had to work hard and I just worked hard every day of training. Um, getting the little things in, little details, working hard every day. Um, and everybody was super welcoming. I mean, we're super close down here. Uh, everybody's kind of like a family. So whenever you're uh, either on the bench or either starting, it doesn't really matter. Um, so you're part of the team, you're here. So, What's one of the hardest things about the lineup consistently changing? The nature of a second team, you might have first team guys mixing in. It might be academy guys. It might be professionals at the second team level. Right. How hard is it to form those bonds and that chemistry? Right. Um, I mean... From the first team down to the academy, I feel like everybody really works for the same thing. Um, we're all working to, to win and to, I mean, represent the club really well and, and get trophies. So um, the mentality of the first team players, academy players, and the second team players are all the same. It doesn't matter uh, what age group or your age or anything. Everybody really just wants to win and they want to represent the club well. So whenever somebody comes down, it's the same mentality and just, you know, maybe your connection is not as well at first, but you'll build the connection eventually, um, whether you train a couple of days or play a game with them. It doesn't really matter. What's the feedback you've been getting from Steve and the coaching staff about where you are so far this season and what you're working towards to continue to improve? Right. Um, just just telling me to keep working and, and put your head down and keep going. Um, you just keep doing that. And obviously at my age, I'm, I'm just trying to be a sponge and, and learn as much as I can from the older guys, um, first-team players that come down, uh, Johnny and other players like that, Nick Firmino. Just learning as much as I can from those players and then taking it to myself and then doing doing what I do on the field and just keep working hard to continue to be better and develop myself well. 
the game against Huntsville, is that the first time you played right back? Yes, yeah, that was. Um, uh, in the academy, a little bit, I played right center back Okay. Uh, previously, but that was the, the real first time I ever played right back. Um, it was it was a different different setting, of course, um, but I mean, just to, just to help the team in that moment is all I'm really here to do, just to help the team win. When you've been getting these opportunities with the youth national teams as well, how much of a, a boost is that for you when you come back here? Uh, it's, it's, it helps you a lot. I mean, you learn from a bunch of new players and you're playing with different coaches under different settings in different countries. Um, so you learn a lot from other people, which, which helps you when you come back to here. Also, just your confidence uh, a little bit. And, you know, every player uh, is excited to go represent USA or wherever you're, you're representing. Um, so when you come back, it feels good and, you, you know, just want to perform well and just continue to bring the energy from the national team back down here and then showcase yourself well obviously for the national team coaches after the camp because everybody usually watches you um, continuing after so just keep representing yourself well. Seven games left, Crown Legacy on Wednesday, best team in the league so far this season. What are the keys for you guys on Wednesday? Man, um, just trying to look to playing behind really and just uh, continue to, to create dangerous opportunities up top, try to score as much goals as we can. We know it's a great team, strong. They're number one in the league, so we know we have to come on, on a strong foot and a good mentality coming into the game. Um, just set the tempo of the match and, and make sure that you know we're, we're working harder, putting our head down and keep going during the game, of course. I also had a chance to catch up with Atlanta United 2 manager Steve Cook and really take a, a snapshot of where this team is right now with seven games left, six points out of the postseason, a big opportunity ahead, but also maybe a, a new sense of pressure that Atlanta United 2 has not faced in previous years in the USL Championship. This is a potential playoff team, but they've got to pick up some points to get to that spot. Here's my conversation with Steve Cook. Let's just let's catch up on, on where things are right now. So six points out of the playoff spot, a couple teams to jump, um, seven games left. You know, where do you feel like the group is and challenging for that spot? Well, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm the kind of person who, unless when you're in a competitive league, whenever it's mathematically possible, you, it's possible, right? Uh, but but the reality is we're six behind with seven to play, and history tells me that that's not the greatest place to be. So. If we're going to make that jump from a results standpoint, we have to start doing it now, you know, and certainly with three home games left, we've got to win all those and then we've got to go on the road and get points as well, either one or two points every game away or we've got to win a couple of away games as well and and we've got to jump over other teams. So it's never, it's never much uh, fun to be scoreboard watching, but that's the position we find ourselves in. How challenging has it been lately with where it feels like the quality of play hasn't matched the results you've gotten? I think, you know, we, we have chosen to play much younger players, you know, so for example in, in Chicago our average age was under 20 years old against a team whose average age was over 23 and when you put that across the board it, it's quite meaningful but that's not the excuse we need to be because uh, as I mentioned to the players the other day when they go into the first team and they're playing in Major League Soccer there's no excuses about well that guy's six years older because they're all going to be older when you get your opportunity but you've got to take it and you got to play well and I agree we've played some really good stuff I think the game sometimes comes down to these little moments and I think against Chicago was a 
a prime example of that where just before half time we failed to deal with a player uh, who, who attacked down the left and the second goal is a mistake and a, a misclearance. Had we not made those two tiny errors in what was a good performance possession wise, a good performance in terms of what you'd look from a style of play perspective, but those moments matter and we also missed a couple of chances that, that could have taken us in the lead and I think these are the moments that young players have got to really dial into. It's not the big glamorous passages of play that they, they see on YouTube. There's every every little second counts and I think we missed out on a couple of key moments the other day. In dealing with those moments, it, it's great to see Fouad Adani back into the group and training. And yeah. How much is that kind of leadership and experience helpful in these moments? It's huge. Look, especially when you get to the point where we are in the season, you know, players who've been there before, Older players who know what it's like to cycle through a season and, and make mistakes and, and recover and go again. And, and especially now, uh, not only from a, a, a competitive standpoint in the league, but also from a player development standpoint. We've got seven games to go and the players have to now say, right, we're all up for grabs for, for positions next season. We're all looking for contracts, whether it's at Atlanta United or somewhere else. We're all looking to continue our progression in the career. Therefore, it, now is the time. I, I have seven games to show what I'm about, show that I'm capable of being a high-level player, and show that I've got the character to fight through difficult moments. If the players do that, I think they'll do really well. That's something that you mentioned about that contract situation for next year. And look, it's, been, it's the life of a, a professional. It's the life on the coaching side, on the player side. It's, it's everything. Yeah. This is the first time the twos have really been in the spot uh, of really having a look at we can get to the postseason, but we have to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I, I think, look, every year the team's had the twos. I don't think playoffs have even been in reach at this stage of the season, which is, I don't enjoy saying that. It's just the reality of what it's been over the years. Sure. Um, I think the players have to know that if they want to progress in their lives, if they want their careers to go well, they have to do well today. They have to do well with the team that they're currently on. And I think young players enter into the professional uh, realm and they, they you know typically think their careers are just going to go smoothly forwards because that's what they're used to in the academy level and, and at a professional level it gets a bit different it gets a bit tense it gets a little bit where you have to prove yourself every day not just on a, on a Saturday um, and, and I think it's going to be really interesting how the young ones uh, cope with this you know and not just young players who are contracted to the twos but young players who are coming down from the first team how do they manage the expectation of wanting to win, having to win and having to play well in, in a certain way so that your career can advance and I think it's going to be really exciting to watch the performances of some of the young ones and they're doing well, it's not like they're not playing exactly. well but now is the time to really push. I mean the cliche is pressure makes diamonds, right? And, and you're at that point now where I think you're going to get to see really what some of these guys are made of. Pressure does make diamonds and it also makes things crumble sometimes you know and, and turn to dust so uh, that's up to the players mentality it's up to us to to keep fighting uh, and know that uh, it, it's probably a situation that is not easy for anybody um, and you're right that pressure is what you're going to face and at the level we're playing at you're not facing it with a crowd of 75,000 but hopefully one day the players are at least prepared uh, to go in that direction and I think you know if pressure is not what a player in, uh, enjoys and, and, this, and the fear and the scary nature of what we do, the public judgment, the, the way that people talk about you when, you, when you're not there. Um, if, if you don't at least get some kind of uh, 
lift from that it's going to be a, a tough career for, for a player or a coach for that matter and I think it's again it's going to be really exciting to see how they handle it I think one or two of the young ones have been exceptional in, in recent days uh, and then some of the older ones have got to drag everybody through as well and, and show their experience and show their leadership temp check what kind of summer are we having this year a family road trip summer a beach bum summer or a wake me when the sun sets summer with Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One more on like the big picture before we get to Crown Legacy. So confidence in situations like this. It's such a huge factor in terms of performance and it's easy for that to, to dip when the results aren't there. How do you and the staff really manage that and how does the leadership in the locker room kind of manage that? Yeah, you're right. Confidence, as a, as a great friend of mine once said, is the holy grail of sports psychology. When you're, when you're playing well and you're feeling good and you're confident, a lot of things are possible. And, you know, we don't batter them too often, you know, like many people would, would think that you'd, you'd get into them and all that. We don't really do that. We lift them. We keep teaching them. We keep being positive about the things they are doing well. We show them the things they are doing well. But, but confidence is fleeting and, and it comes from results and it comes from playing well and self-confidence uh, people think that we can give them their the self-confidence but it comes from within and it comes from a mentality of no matter what I do no matter how many mistakes I make whatever the result I'm going to keep going and going and going so confidence I think is almost clouded in perseverance and then suddenly it turns and you do well and then everyone says wow that 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 kid looks confident now but you were probably confident all along and you just had to find the moment where you could show it on the field so this week is one of those weeks that kind of define a season. You've got a home game on Wednesday and then a long road trip to New England on Sunday. The game Wednesday facing the best team in the league in Crown Legacy, you've seen them a couple times now. What did they do that makes them the best team in the league? 
Yeah, it's a good week because obviously we're playing the top two teams in the league, you know, and, and two of the older teams, two of the more experienced groups. Um, and I think you have to prepare for them both a little bit differently. One is at home, so we want to be on the front foot and be aggressive. Um, I think Crown Legacy have been exceptional all year. I, I have a lot of respect for how they've not only performed, but how they've built that group and how they work as a group. They're, they're putting players into the first team and getting minutes. They, they've started to bleed in a couple of academy players, which um, is, is less than we do, but at least they're, they're, they're making those attempts. And I have a lot of respect for what they're doing, you know, and they're, and they're winning. And uh, whether you like it or not, whether it's your way of doing things or not, you have to respect the fact that they, they, they've put together a good group. They're playing extremely well. They've done it now over two thirds of a season or so. And, and I think they are legitimately, if not the best uh, team in the league, certainly, uh, you know, it's because I don't know the West teams enough yet. So uh, I think they're a good group, but we'll give it a go against them. They. Um, they present different problems for us athletically and from a power perspective, but I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, I feel like you've played them pretty well, maybe as well as anybody in the league has yeah. over two games. I think we also played them in pre-season, so this is like the fourth time we've seen them. And um, I think you're right, every single game we've played against them, I look at and go, you know, we were in the game, we did really well, we caused them some real difficulties, and they've rolled over a couple of teams. So so we, we've luckily we've not been in that position. Um, and I think credit to the players, they're, they're resilient, but again, it's those little tiny moments that have mattered in the games where, you know, a counter-attack, somebody misses a defensive assignment or a misclearance or, a, you know, giving the ball away in a bad position in our half. And, and that's really been the deciding uh, factor in the games. But, you know, I, I like these games because it, it really not only tests us and our ability, but it tests our mentality and it will definitely reveal who the players are that are capable of moving forward. And then immediately after that, it's maybe one more session here and then you're heading up to, to New England if yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, we'll do one session and then we'll roll again. And, uh, you know, uh, how we react not only to the, the, the just a couple of days in between the games, but also the travel is going to be important. New England is a test all of its own. You know, you're playing in a big, big stadium, a, a pretty historic one. Uh, there's been a lot of big games played in that stadium and some trophies lifted. Um, and it's turf and it's not the greatest in the world. So I think that day will really be a test of how can we be tough and resilient and really make sure that defensively we're, we're together and strong because uh, there's no doubt at home at New England are a real test. One more interview on this edition of the B-Sides as we get ready for Atlanta United 2 and Crown Legacy on Wednesday. 7.30 kickoff time at Fifth Third Bank Stadium in Kennesaw. And yes, the game is scheduled to be played in Kennesaw. The field has recovered from the issues that saw two games moved from the Fifth Third Bank Stadium to the Atlanta United Training Ground, the Children's Health Care of Atlanta Training Ground, which had to be played behind closed doors. This game will be played in Kennesaw. Crown Legacy, a very difficult opponent. And then it's a, a really quick turn to head to Foxborough to face New England Revolution too. It's a huge, huge week for Atlanta United, too. Uh, in news this week, Aiden McFadden, who has played with the twos and with the first team this season, he will be on loan to Memphis 901 with our old friend Stephen Glass. 
that will be for the rest of the 2023 season. It's an opportunity for Aiden, I think, to participate in a playoff push with Memphis, a team that has had a really good season in Glassy's first year in Memphis. I think it's a, a reunion of sorts. I think a player in McFadden who is a really good fit for what Stephen Glass is doing in Memphis and a player who I think will help them and will grow from the experience. So we're, we're all hoping for both Aiden and Memphis to make a deep run in the USL championship. Atlanta United 2 on Wednesday and on Sunday. You can listen to both games on our Soccer Down Here network. You can listen at SoccerDownHere.net. That can be on your laptop, on your desktop, on mobile as well. Uh, if you want to go through the app, Soccer Down Here has an app you can download that is free. You can also listen on the Spreaker app and just search for Soccer Down Here. Uh, our pregame coverage in those starts 15 minutes before the kick. So 7.15 on Wednesday, we will get you set. Myself, John Nelson, Jarrett Smith, the whole SDH crew will be on the call for both of those games. Now, the last interview I wanted to save for you at the end, uh, always good to catch up with Jackson Conway. Jackson was on loan to Phoenix Rising in USL Championship to start the year, and I asked him about that experience and coming back home to feature for Atlanta United, to a different coaching staff, a lot of different players than Conway had played with previously. And I thought Jackson was really open about his experiences this year and just what it's like to be a young professional in the game who's trying to find his place and find his level and also maximize every opportunity that he has. I think Jackson is one of the most thoughtful guys that I've had the chance to interview over the years, first team or second team, and somebody that I'm always really rooting for and rooting for his success. So here is my conversation after training with Jackson Conway. Let's start with just how the year's going for you. I mean, you know, going to Phoenix, not getting the time, coming back here, lighting it up so far. Just how has this journey of 2023 been for you? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long journey, it feels like. Um, I obviously tried to spice up my career a little bit. I think I needed to rejuvenate it a little bit. Um, things weren't working out here, obviously, at the beginning of the season, and then, you know, I needed a fresh start somewhere else, um, which I think is good for me on and off the field. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work as well as I wanted it to because I was I was excited to go. I was excited to to show some people here what I can do. Um, and I guess you know the coach over there had other plans and. Um, so yeah, I came back and you know I started playing well. I, I was a little bit low for confidence, I'd say, and then you know Steve brought me in and you know, I started kind of kind of getting around the group and, and playing quite well. And I think I think that just kind of lifted a weight off my shoulders because I mean I was it was a tough time over in Phoenix. I'll tell you that. You know, yes, it, it was tough for me mentally, and and it was uh, it was hard to go there in the first place, but. Yeah, I came back home and, and started playing well, so that's, that's all I care about right now. We talk a lot about confidence in various parts of the field. I think confidence for a goal scorer, for a striker, is so important and maybe so underrated. Um, coming back into this group with some guys you know, some guys you don't, what's helped you gain confidence in the group? I think just scoring. Scoring and training, scoring all the time. Trusting my teammates is a big one. Um, and I think that's what I feared kind of coming in is like some of these guys don't really know how I play. Um, but then, yeah, we've all kind of adapted around each other. And I think that's really important because 
I mean, it's been a it's been a tough stretch of games, but I mean, we, we play some good stuff, um, and so I think I mean, what there's seven games left, so we kind of need to to flip a switch here, and you know, we can only do that if we're all you know trusting each other and all that. So um, it's gonna be good. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I think you know, it's I gotta end the year out pretty well, um, you know, for career-wise. So so yeah, we'll just see what happens. So talk about confidence as a team you know this is you're right teams played well and hasn't gotten the results to go along with it yeah. now you're facing the best team in the league on yeah. Wednesday and crown legacy what has to change or is it honestly just kind of keeping your head down and keeping going yeah I mean I think when we played them away you know about a month ago I didn't think we played bad at all I agree I think uh, you know we had some good moments in the game and I think you know you just slipped up at the wrong points and then you know next thing you know a good team's gonna punish you if you do that so um, I think that's what we're kind of working on this week is, is you know, staying focused and, and kind of not switching off when, when the time's right. Um, but, I mean, it's two good teams going at it at the end of the day. Um, two teams that are full of, you know, young players who could be playing in the first team, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's going to be a good one, and we're playing at home. So, like I said, we already have the advantage right now. So, yeah, it should be a good one on Wednesday. I'm pretty excited for it. Working with Steve, working with the coaching staff here, you know, what are the, the things they're trying to get across to you and, and your position yeah. to help the team? Yeah, just get in the box, get in the box and score. I think, you know, playing with Steve and, and Jose, they kind of have a different way of, of playing than I'm used to. I'm used to kind of being like a lone, a lone striker and then, you know, I'm, I'm playing with like either Nick or Kareem and we're kind of dropping into these deep areas, which I'm not too know aware of sometimes I guess you could say it's not where I usually play but I've, I think I've embraced the uh, position quite well um, you know I think I'm good technically to to get the ball and, and make something happen um, so that's been good that's been good for me because it kind of gives me a different perspective of of my skill level and stuff and I think that's only gonna help the team um, but yeah I mean they've been great like I said when I came back they were very thrilled to have me and, and I was very thrilled to uh, to work with them um, and I think they're very close to the first team staff, so I think you know they get messages across quite easily. And and I don't know, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good end of the season, I think. Hopefully, and, uh, hopefully, get some going. Talking about last season, I feel like one of the big talking points in your game was all of the improvement off the ball. Yeah, that yeah. got more goals going. Yeah, yeah. And playing here in this role, like you mentioned, like you're doing some different things. You feel like you're becoming a little more well-rounded. I think so. Yeah, I think I've gotten a bit fitter. So I think that's that's one thing that's um, kind of lack. I lacked it in the past, kind of being you know more agile in, in different situations and and maybe doing that extra running. Um, so I think that's also going to Phoenix helped me as I became a little bit more fit. Um, and so I'm able to play these positions that I'm not usually used to playing. Um, and yeah, look, I think, you know, the coaches and the other players trust me around the ball. So if they can, you know, get the ball to me and I think they can, they can kind of assume that things will happen. And, and that's what I want out of my teammates is you give me the ball, I'll, I'll be willing to give it back to them. And, and I think that's kind of what shapes up a good team. Same with Nick Firmino. I think he's been excellent this season. Obviously, despite the goals, but like the way he, he gets on the ball is is something you need in the leader of the team. Um, just the way he kind of gets it, moves it, gets it, moves it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so so yeah, it's it's it, it's a good group of guys, and I think I think it's going to be 
It's going to be a tough run of the season, but an exciting one for sure. Um, we got some tough games, tough away games. Um, but no, I mean, I think this group of guys can, can sort it out. Last one, you mentioned leadership, and yeah. you're somebody who's come through the academy from day one, and yeah. now you've got somebody like Matthew Dijon playing next to you in training yeah. and then for off the bench. What are the, the lessons that you're giving those academy guys when they come up yeah. and train? Yeah, I think it's it's very simple things, right? It's I think people, when you become a pro, people think it's it's tough to say, but at least in my mind, it's, it's, it's really hard to be a pro. But like being a pro, you do all the simple things correctly. I think is what important for these young guys to know. It's you know even in like the warm-ups, you're not you know messing about, you're not doing things like that. It's it's all right. I'm a young pro. I'm the bottom of the litter right now. Like I, you know what I'm saying. Like that's what I was thinking of when I was growing up with the with the twos and, and with the first team. Is like I'm the worst player here, right? Like I need to build some trust and all that stuff. And and you know with Matthew and and even Kareem, who's you know four years older than I am, five years older than I am. Like it's. It's things that I want to teach these guys because I've been in around the first team, played you know 15 odd games with them. It's like uh, I can learn to you know show them a thing or two, you know. Um, but it's, it's it's a lot of the simple things that I think will will help grow a professional um, off the field as well. I think that's what what kind of helped me is I was you know maybe taking more sacrifices off the field to prepare me for a game or training and all that stuff. And I think as I've gotten older, I've kind of realized that a bit more is is okay. Like you know I'm. Coming into my fifth, sixth year as a professional, like I need to, if I want to have a long career, I gotta, you know, do the right things off the field, and and I think that's what a lot of these guys can learn from is, you know, you have a great environment that we have here, and, and it's it's really easy to be spoiled, I think. Um, so I just think, you know, it's keeping your head on your shoulders, staying humble, and then, you know, next thing you know, you have a an opportunity in front of goal, and you're calm and composed to finish. It. So I think that's what what all these young guys need to learn. Thanks again to everybody with Atlanta United 2 for allowing me to come out and see the session today and speak with Steve Cook and Jackson Conway and Aiden Torres and Sean Lanza. It's such a big week for Atlanta United 2. And yes, this is a developmental team. Yes, you have a lot, a lot of young players. Yes, these results maybe aren't front of mind for everybody, but this is that time where... In my opinion, young players can really show what they're made of and also show that they're ready to handle pressure. This is a different kind of pressure. This is pressure trying to get to the postseason. This is pressure to perform against good competition. The pressure only increases as you go up in level. Pressure is something that professional athletes deal with. And pressure can affect confidence. And as, as we talked to Jackson Conway and talking about confidence and, and Steve Cook as well, that's something that Atlanta United 2 has to build in this match against Crown Legacy. Such a dangerous opponent. An opponent that I feel like Atlanta United 2 has played well this season. But that confidence has to grow in the match to get a big result and start climbing the table in the Eastern Conference. Again, you can listen to the match on our SDH Network Soccer Down Here. You can go to SoccerDownHere.net or the Soccer Down Here app starting at 7.15 on Wednesday. Or we'll see you in the stands at Fifth Third Bank Stadium in Kennesaw. 
Thanks for hanging out with me on another edition of the B-Sides. We'll have more to come as the season rolls on for Atlanta United 2. We'll also jump back into the Atlanta United Academy as those teams start to get ready for their calendar to begin in the fall. Uh, games in MLS Next and other competitions. We'll talk to Matt Lowry and some of the academy coaches to get you ready and up to speed on everything going on on that side of the club's development pathway. As always, make sure you're subscribed to Off the Woodwork. That's where you're going to get all of our soccer content from 92.9 The Game, whether it's the B-sides, whether it's Atlanta soccer tonight, whether it's stoppage time, full-time report after first-team games, any other interviews or appearances on the station. Off the Woodwork is where you can get that. You can always go to 92.9thegame.com or you can go to the Odyssey app, but make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcasts to Off the Woodwork to get all of this soccer content heading your way. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Atlanta United 2, Crown Legacy, and then Atlanta United 2, New England Revolution 2. Busy week for the twos. Hopefully this will prepare you for all of it. Adios, everybody. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.